Welcome to In Progress, a podcast to help you grow and learn how to become a better version of yourself. Now, here's your host, Michael Cerigliano. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of In Progress. I'm your host, Michael Cerigliano, with special guest, personal trainer and strength coach, John Strom. I'm not allowed to twerk anymore. Really? It was last, last time I twerked, there was a tornado in New York. It was wild. In New York. <laughs> Nani? Get in your shelters. Nani? Nani? <laughs> but yeah. So, so basically what you're saying is paying a personal trainer, a strength coach, is worth it because you're actually in it for the progress. Yeah. As opposed to some random asshole like myself who's just going to the gym and kind of Looking at whatever's available <laughs> and going, yeah, I can do this workout on this machine or this workout on this bench. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you want to see long-term progress. And then, you know, this is not speaking to, like, people who have been in the gym forever. I mean, even they can benefit. I've been working out on my own forever. And then when I joined Strongman, I felt like I just needed someone with the education. And he mostly just teaches me, like, how to do the events or, you know, teach me how to do the weird things yeah um i've been seeing them forever about a year uh i've seen a lot of progress he's taught me a lot so i i even see the benefit of going to a coach uh i think everyone could benefit from going to coach every coach i personally know has coaches yeah uh because when you're done it, i mean for one when you're at the end of the day when you program for 20 people you don't want to write your own program yeah and two i like getting someone else's input because i might have a certain way of doing stuff uh, and he has a different way of doing stuff. And then me doing the stuff he likes to do will kind of start to adapt to mine if I see progress on it. Uh, stuff like that. Um, and, you know, he, he helps me learn. He's pointing me in a lot of directions, kind of like where I could research stuff properly. So I see benefits of coaching. Um, so you pay for a coach? Yeah. And that, that's one thing that I've seen in <clears throat> a bunch of different fields, not just that this one field, but like a bunch of different fields. When people are more successful or if people are coaches yeah they typically have coaches yeah. so they see the benefit of it um yeah. so i mean it that goes to show that there is benefit of it if somebody who's doing it also pays for it yeah oh yeah because it shows that i actually see like how much a coach is worth you yeah know? exactly and then like uh this is not saying all personal trainers like i said the personal training field is bogged down by so many bullshit trainers who just go like Let's not even get to CrossFit today, but... Um, Let's do it. But Why not? I guess you can. What's wrong with CrossFit? CrossFit's trash. Why? Uh, it's, I, I guess it's not trash as a whole. Uh, you can't trash all of CrossFit, especially not anymore. I've seen a lot better improvements in the CrossFit community, but... I mean, those pull-ups that I've seen are pretty fucking good. <laughs> it's, it's swinging into a, a super up? If people want to do wild shit like that, I don't care. I'm not... You, you can be crazy. I can't do that, so... and But they also can't pick up heavy stones. It, to each their own, I suppose. But yeah. I had more of a qualm <clears throat> with how they allowed people to be certified. You, you don't even have to take, like, a real test. It's like... Last time I checked, it was like, you just take a course online, like, real quick like in one day and then you take a test and you get certified and it's pretty much just a cash grab for them mm-hmm. um i mean for a nasm certified i got Na- certified by nasm so mm-hmm. what's that it's just a personal training certificate it's one of the biggest personal training like certifiers so okay. like um i had to do this whole course and they sent me like two books and there's a book on exercise science another physiology book and you have to take a bunch of quizzes and tests and then 
I took the big test, which was kind of hard. It was a lot harder than I thought. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's just done better. Getting to the nitty-gritty of everything? Yeah. They went into – like, with that one, they it's too much information for the average personal trainer. Mm. Um, but, I mean, it's good information to know, and I guarantee you most of the personal trainers didn't read or they just passed by it because you can pass the test. It's I'm not going to say it's incredibly hard. It's definitely doable. They give you, like, a practice test before so you know exactly what to study for. Mm. Um, but – my point is that there's a lot of shitty personal trainers out there, um, so you definitely want to vet them before you commit to that. Um, how do you find? How do you? How do you vet or how do you find a personal trainer who's actually good yeah. and not just in it for the money? And that's it, and then just going to give you some generic ass workout. I mean, just like what do they do, right? Like, what do they do to maintain their health? Mm-hmm. Is a big one I like. Um, like, I, I actively compete, uh, so. Again, with strongman, it's it's very physically demanding, and like my injuries, I do have are just like minor, like you know, tendinitis, like flare-ups and stuff like that, like yeah. strains and stuff. Stuff as you're old, but you, yeah, and I'm old. <laughs> Turn 29 <laughs> soon, but uh, it's it's more so like I I've been injured so much, and like I've hurt my knees, like back, shoulders knees and toes knees and toes all, all the above like the whole the whole dance yeah everything so it's like i i've been through it i know how hard it is to rehab uh, i know how say i was in i couldn't walk for like two months almost after ankle surgery so i kind of understand like how hard it, it was i got like fat and i was depressed but i started going to the gym when i was on my little scooter when I was scooting yes. around so i mean it was it's worth it in the end but i understand the struggles I'm not one of those personal trainers who will just feed you bullshit and be like, yeah, you can do it. Push. Yeah, I'm going to motivate you, but I'll also be real. Like, I, I don't – I feel like I see a lot of personal trainers who just fake happy all the time. Yeah. Like, be a real fucking human being, bro. Like, yeah, be relatable. Nobody, like, wants to walk into class and fucking Richard Simmons is up front. Like, howdy, y'all. Like, dude, shut the hell up, man. Like, can't deal with that. I'm like, hey, guys, how are you today? Like, be a normal human being mm-hmm. and educate them, show them the value, push them hard. Uh, don't be one of those overbearing, like fake happy people. I hate that, and I feel like a lot of people hate that too. Yeah, because so, they can tell. That's why personal trainers get a bad name. You got people like that. You got uneducated personal trainers who get all their information from like Instagram hoes and shit. TikTok. So like, TikTok is a thing now, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing now. I don't have TikTok. I'm old. <clears throat> Chelsea, get on Chelsea it, just. My fiance just gives me all the good ones about puppies and stuff. Oh, well, then you're good. Yeah. You're on there. You're, you're, you're getting the good stuff still. Yeah, she don't want to, I guess she doesn't want me to see all those booties, I guess. That's fair. Damn it. <laughs> uh, so, you were saying that when you have a, when you have a class, yeah. you, you're just like normal, you're not over the top. So, yeah. do you have classes or do you one-on-one only? So I, d- I have done group fitness class. I don't do them right now, but I have done group fitness classes. Here or at the big box? I did them at the big, the big one. Uh, I did them at a recreation, Webster's Rec Center. And then uh, I do teach uh, strength and conditioning at a high school around here. So, mm. uh, I mean, that's teams of like 20 plus people. So, yeah. But that's different than a group class. I'm teaching them like real lifts and stuff. Uh, yeah. A lot of the group class I've taught were more like boot camps or like fat loss stuff. Um, which is fun. I got, I like teaching them cause you meet really nice people who can't afford personal training, but it gives them a setting to like, you know, group training. If you want like to improve form and like have actual long-term progress on a specific goal, you need a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. 
say you need need to start getting active again. A group class is very good for you because yeah. um, you're not alone. You don't have to think of what to do. You're in a group of people struggling right next to you. Every single one I've been in, it's usually everyone gets really close and becomes friends. So, I mean, that's a really good place to start. But eventually, group classes only really cater to beginner to moderate, unless you sign up for, like, an advanced one. But if you sign up for an advanced one, you should already be at that level. Right. So if you want to be, like, more than just, like, a, a beginner and you want to have just actual progressive progress that is tracked and continues to grow instead of stay stagnant for a long time you need a personal trainer yeah you can't just i can't give that to someone in a group class there's so many people so many exactly you have to focus on everybody i can't as opposed to one person yeah and you don't get enough attention so like beginners need a lot of help with squats and stuff so Mm. you don't you don't get that in a group class you i can help only as much as i can because i also have to help 20 other people (laughs) make sure nobody dies that's always the big goal (laughs) that's a good goal (laughs) had some old people in my classes nobody's died yet I think I had a guy who was like 90 once. He was, he was like this old Italian man, old rock smasher just like you, Mr. Cerigliano over here. And, uh, dude, he was a beast. I figured out that old Italian men just kill it. They're just, we got it in our genes. They just don't want to stop. Me, I'm over here just like, oh, I feel like I'm an old Italian man sometimes. Too much pasta in the belly. If you felt like an old Italian man, then you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't be giving up. That was the most inspirational thing I've ever heard. I'm glad I can inspire you. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wanted to turn, I wanted to change the topic a little bit into something that I think is very controversial and you're a big advocate of at the same time. Oh, yeah. And we're going to be doing this for YouTube, so we're going to make sure YouTube hears us first. We're talking about drugs. We're talking about drugs. Drugs? Here. Don't do drugs. drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> He's using the mic. He's using the mic right now. Um, so, since I met you, well, not since I met you. I met you like a minute <laughs> in the Glen. At the Glen, yes, I met you at the Glen. Um, but since we've been like hanging out in our twenties, we've gone out, we've drank, we've got drunk, we've done party, done all what? that. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm, 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 I am a health, I'm tarnishing your name. I'm a health bro. advocate, Mike. Now. I am a fat, strong man, all right? I'm all about the health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, now you don't really drink no, I don't as much. Drink. I don't drink at all. At all. At all. I've been um, drinking probably like eight months. But you do preach the benefits of marijuana use and possibly others. Um, <laughs> so, I, w- I want to know. So, marijuana versus alcohol. alcohol. Yes. What is why why are you drawn towards marijuana use instead of alcohol when it comes to bodily health? So like me specifically is you specifically, yes. Alcohol builds up in your muscles. So like uh when you're working out you're tearing your muscles, right? Yeah. Uh the lactic acid builds up in those muscles. So alcohol helps build up more lactic acid in that muscle, causing slower recovery rates. You feel shittier for longer, less energy levels because your body's always trying to recover from the poison and then from you killing yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, marijuana doesn't do that. Marijuana reduces inflammation. Alcohol makes inflammation worse. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I drink anyways, my left knee hurts. I'm getting old. I'll have like one drink, my whole left knee. Well, I got like, um, I got like small. Instead of getting drunk, your left knee just starts hurting. I got like some small issues there, but, <laughs> but yeah, um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how you like that. It's a mojito. 
I was wondering why my seltzer was minty. That's been in there for like a whole year, man. But yeah, alcohol is just, it's a downer, man. I don't want, I'm, I'm, you know, life's down enough, man. Smoke weed. It's, weed kind of brings your attitude higher, right? It yeah. makes me feel good. Uh, it helps me sleep, you know. I'm so sore all the time. My ache, my joints are always inflamed. And I was on taking so much ibuprofen all the time. And mm. ibuprofen's horrible for you, too. I Is mean, it? Cause ulcers, uh, intestinal issues. Really? Uh, damages your kidneys. And this is with, like... Uh, you know, if you're taking it once in like once a month for headaches, whatever. But if I was taking over 800 milligrams a day because my body was so used to that. Was that prescribed? So in the army, they would just feed you that shit. So when I broke my back, they never told me I broke my back and they would just feed me like. I'm sorry, what? So I you don't, broke I, your back yeah. and they were like, now you're good, ibuprofen? Yeah, essentially. But like, it's because the doctor never actually read my x-ray. And I didn't know I actually fractured. It was just fractured like one of my uh, lower vertebrae um, then on the lumbar region <laughs> but uh lower back <laughs> on the lower back and uh, I didn't know until I was getting on the VA and they pulled up the x-ray and like oh yeah here's the fracture that healed horribly on your vertebrae and I was like what cool he's like yeah you're fra-. I was like oh that's what what happened uh, that's why I couldn't stand up straight for like fucking a month I was walking around looking like Master Roshi, like, <laughs> And then right both... No, you're good. Don't worry about it. Right age of 20. <clears throat> prime time to snap your back. Yeah, dude. I couldn't squat for like, I don't know, like two years maybe. It was mm-hmm. so painful. And I, I don't know how I'm doing all this right now. I Just so much rehab I went through. Like, that's a big thing, like why I wanted to become a physical therapist is because when I rehab myself, because I, I had this goal, I want to compete in strongman, but I need to not be so broken, right? I'm still broken. If you know my coach, he'll tell you I'm broken as fucking glass house getting rocks thrown at it. But I'm less broken. I can survive. That's impressive. So uh, it was, I did so much research and just tried so many different exercises. It's not like I just researched and that was – that's the Bible. That's 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 the word, right? Yeah. No, I would try it. If it didn't feel good, it didn't work for me. It didn't work for me. I moved on to something else. And then I found stuff that worked for me and then built upon that. So, I mean, that's really why I don't go physical therapy because some kid in their 20s that just left the Army should not be feeling like a 60-year-old man. I should I should be virile. Ooh. Raring to go, you know. Ooh. Vocabulary <laughs> and all that shit today. <laughs> but, yeah, um... That's what inspired me. And then when I really got serious about Strongman, I just kind of just, I'm just always rehabbing and learning so many different things. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, I don't know, it feels like the right way to go. Yeah. So I want to I wanna go off topic for a second, go back on topic. Um, question for because I've seen this a lot, and I don't know if it's actually beneficial or not. <clears throat> when you're lifting and the coach while you're lifting and the weight goes down and the coach says up <laughs> yelling does that up is does that actually help you yelling up is anabolic it really does help i don't know if the word up helps because in the middle of the competition i'm not going to say i'm one of those freaking guys who are like we're getting the zone and i black out no i don't black out i fall on the ground i can't see anything uh, but i get like very focused mm-hmm. and uh, kylie my daughter was at my last one and that's when I PR'd with the 300-pound log. I think yeah. I showed you that video. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was just so happy. That might be in the ad, actually. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But I was just so happy, and I just started screaming. I was like, fuck, yeah! And Kylie was like, I thought you were going to just kill me. And I was like, 
I didn't even see, like, I didn't even notice I was looking at her. Like, I could see her, but, like, you know, all my attention is focused on the one lift, right? Yeah, exactly. So I can hear when people are, like, cheering, but it feels more like a rumbling, and I can tell you, I can feel the atmosphere. I don't know, you can feel the energy. I don't, I'm not a guy who's like, bad vibes, bro, but you can just, it's... You You're getting f- good vibes. Sure. <laughs> vibes, but you could feel, you could feel the, the intensity in there. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, I... I I guess you can yell anything. I don't yell up. I usually, fuck! <laughs> or just whatever comes to my head. Fuck! Okay, I'm lifting. Pull it! <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it. But. <laughs> Bop it. So. <laughs> Pull it. Yes, exactly. Twist it, yeah. Why not? Why not? Um, but the, so the marijuana, do you think that that actually benefits you in regards to recovery? Yeah, I think it does. It's, uh, from personal experience, it's all I can talk about, but I've. That's all I want you to talk about. I have seen, like, I got sleep apnea since I've gotten bigger. Uh, mm. Sleep apnea, is that, like, when you, like, choke yourself when you're sleeping? Yeah, because you're fat, yeah. Mm. Or you just got too much muscle mass on your chest. <laughs> but, uh... Chest <laughs> My double D. <laughs> but, um, uh, fucking... What was I saying? They got me off on booby world. Uh, so... Sleep apnea. Sleep so, apnea, yeah, marijuana, marijuana and sleep apnea. Yeah, so, like, uh... You know, it helps, and I have really bad nighttime anxiety for whatever. I don't have anxiety. I'm not a guy who goes around like, oh, my anxiety keeps me from doing things. But, like, at night, it, it's it's more like my brain doesn't turn off, and I just, it's not even, like, thinking about bad stuff all the time. It's just mm. thinking. Like, I'd be thinking about Barney the fucking dinosaur and how cool he was and how much I loved him. But, like. And then you're up till 4 a.m. But I can't fucking shut up in my head. So, yeah. like, the marijuana just helps me, like, not talk to myself, I guess, at night in my head. It's so, like. Yeah, I guess. But it, it, it just calms you. Um, my biggest benefit I've seen was it helps me fall asleep and sleep better longer without waking up. Mm-hmm. And then the reducing inflammation, which, you know, it has the most marijuana, unless you're getting like some crazy shit, like has CBD in it, unless they've bred it out of it. There's a lot of strains nowadays that it's like pure THC and no CBD. Really? Yeah. Just removed CBD from it? Yeah. I ordered, I ordered some from California. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and that was just pure THC. <laughs> it was some shit, bro. Is that what you were choking out there on? That's what I was choking out there on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, um, you know, I, I, all these aches and stuff. I don't. I didn't start smoking weed until two years ago, and when I did, it used to be very intermittently, just every like I don't know, once every couple months. But I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I've been really getting like heavily into strongman, and I'm getting older. Um, it's just my joints have been hurting so much more and I, I've wet off. I, I might take ibuprofen like once every like six months because I get migraines. Yeah. I got like six concussions. I'm all fucked up, bro. I don't even you know are. Alive. I'm like, I'm Damn. broken ass. I can't <laughs> wait till they see my body when I'm dead and like, why is this the fucking, fuck is wrong with why this is this guy? hip in his head? Like, how'd this happen? <laughs> what the hell? But uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of benefits um, uh, with my nighttime anxiety. It almost doesn't even occur anymore. Um, and then I can sleep you longer. Smoke nightly? Yeah, that's usually the only time I smoke. It's like, I don't know, 8.30. I'll go and... Because I go to bed at like 9 o'clock because I'm an old man. <laughs> you got to recover after you just yeah. yourself in the whole gym for the whole yeah, day. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I usually go to bed around 9. And yeah, it's good stuff, man. So is there, are there any other... Are there any other drugs that you would say help you? Help me recover? Help you in general. You want me to talk about shrooms? I'm Is that what you want? I know Jaleed me too. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah. If shrooms. you're comfortable talking about yeah. it, yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. 
do drugs. I didn't do drugs until I was 28. <laughs> but <laughs> that's a legal age. It's legal age in my world. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like shrooms. I actually didn't start doing shrooms till like two months ago. Why did you start that? Well, I don't know. I want to try it. You see all those movies with all the colors and shit. And mm. I was like, that looks fun. So is that what it's like? Yeah, if you take uh, the right amount. There's like, I don't know, I've learned that there's like levels. So if you don't take like so much to start tripping, you can just, it brings you on like a, like a thought path, right? So like, mm. it can be bad. Uh, it can go bad real quick. So if really? someone like angers you and say like, I get angry, yeah. But yes, the, some, ser- the steroids, yeah. Sure. I wish I was on steroids. <laughs> I wouldn't be so fat. But, uh, <laughs> Um, so like streams get you on like a one track mind, right? Which can be really good because your thoughts are like, bah, 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 bah. Yeah. I wouldn't say cocaine levels, but it's like, up well, there. but it, 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 I've noticed it increases like my creative, uh, thought process. It makes me appreciate stuff more like childlike. Like when I do streams, I like sit outside and watch the trees just sway in the wind or look at the stars. Mm-hmm. It's very relaxing. It's very good, um, for depression. I think, uh, every time I do streams, I'm not depressed for like three days. Like, you still get, like, thoughts, but it's, like, eh, it's not as bad. You're not as gloomy. I don't know. Yeah. You know, depression, probably. We're all old, and we're all millennials. We should all know what depression is. We're fucking, the world's fucked. Most people, yeah. <laughs> but absolutely. it's very, like, uh, I don't know, it's just not as bad after. Like, you get more of a childlike um, look upon life. They, I don't know, there's been a few studies, and there have been very small, close studies, but... Like, they've given them to, like, terminal ill patients, and they all said it kind of helped them, like, eh, you know, I'm going to die. And it all helped them accept that they're going to die. That I think the one good at all. I watched, so the first time I did shrooms, I watched this shroom documentary. Because mm-hmm. I thought it was cool, man. This guy loves magic mushrooms. Yeah. Well, first they didn't, they showed a bunch of cool, like, mushrooms, edible ones. And now all of a sudden it was like, magic mushroom. I was like, fuck yeah, that's what I'm here for. In. So, like, it's this guy who's been studying them, and. I think there's nine patients in this, and all of them, like, at the end of the study, they felt better. And I noticed a difference. Um, I was thinking about getting into microdosing because... I've heard that's very beneficial. Yeah, I've been seeing studies. I haven't done it yet. I'd like to, but... So what do you do? You I'll take, like, balls? a... Sm- no, I don't trip balls. The one time I did trip balls. <laughs> I did trip a lot of balls. Oh, uh, a lot of balls. Yeah, all the... All the ball- <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, um, but mostly I do it so I just, because I like to sit outside, but yeah, I don't. I'm an old grouchy man, so I like the shrooms to make me just want to look at the stars. And I don't know, I, the first Peaceful. time I, yeah, I just stared in space for like three hours on my back patio when it was like 80. It was perfect. Oh, and the best thing is like lighting a fire, like having a bonfire and just yeah. looking at all the embers. I feel like I was staring at him for like three days. Damn. <laughs> it was probably like 20 minutes, but still, it's fun. I enjoy it. Um, you shouldn't do them all the time, but, you know. Unless you microdose. Yeah, give it a try. Why not? Unless you're a child. You're a developing child. I think nobody under 21 should do any drugs. Well, luckily, we label all these episodes as not for kids. Yeah. So no kids will see this. It's okay. I'm just saying my thoughts. I think alcohol, everything stuns gross. It does. I mean, mm. there's too many studies. I'm not trying to be, like, a lame parent, but, like, yeah, smoke weed, whatever. But it will stunt your growth. Just inhaling Smoking smoke. weed? Yeah. Anything like that, like ingesting anything like that. Even caffeine affects growing ch- like teenagers and children. Caffeine will stunt your growth too. Really? Yeah, because now you're adding like an outside source when your hormones are already fucking wild. 
You see a teenage boy, one second he's jerking off, the other second he's crying, the other second he's punching his mom in the face, and then Kyle punches the wall as he slams wow. a monster down his throat. Teenage boys are wild. Girls, Damn. girls are just the same way. <laughs> Except the punching, maybe? No, girls are definitely more violent, I think, nowadays. Yeah, you're right. Dude, dudes are losing their testosterone. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild. It's, um, the uh, actual gene is breaking down. The male chromosome is breaking down. Yeah. Study. They've been tracking it since, like, 19... I think it was a study from, like, the 1950s or something. And they've noticed from then to now the male chromosome is weaker. I think... Uh, have you seen the quote? It's not from Joe Rogan, but Joe Rogan said it. Um, hard times create hard men. Oh, hard that, men create good times. That good times very create. overused quote. Yeah. So I forgot. It's think, like Socrates or Aristotle yeah, quoted it. And like it's that. always used out of context. Do you, th- do you think, though, that that has some effect on it? Because right now we're kind of living in an era where it's we don't really have to do any, like I mean, even compared to, like, I don't know how your father was or your grandfather or whatever, but, like, my dad works the as a construction quarry, yeah. worker. Yeah, at the, <laughs> rock, at the rock quarry. My dad works with his hands, yeah. hardcore labor. That definitely has something to do with your testosterone and, levels. Yeah, but so I don't know if it correlates to the chromosome. I think that's more. Oh, you're saying at the DNA level? Yeah, it's been. They've done a study from the 1950s now, and it's like broken down. I guess. What do you think attested that? Probably just the overconsumption of chemicals we all have. I don't know. It could just be that, or it could be natural evolution. Nobody fucking knows. Who who fucking knows this shit? Everyone says these GMOs are bad, uh, and then we have studies that say they're not, and then you have studies that say they are. I'm not saying go go GMOs. Yeah, juice up that cow, but give me the juice. <laughs> no. Give it to me. No, uh, but like, I don't know. There's tons of information everywhere, and you kind of have to make your own decisions, right? That's a fact. Yeah, that is true. Um, so for anybody, for anybody that's trying to go through, like, may- maybe wants to start working out, getting fit. Um, you know, it's the new year. Um, what advice would you give somebody who's maybe thinking of going from being a lethargic, like couch potato type to starting to work out and everything. Like what, what advice yeah. would you give somebody going through that? Just don't overthink it. Right. Like a lot of people go into it with lots of anxiety because, okay, I got to eat right. If I'm going to the gym, I got to eat right. I got to, I got to hit the, you know, 5am in the morning, you know, built different hashtag, whatever. But like, no, you don't have to be like, just don't overthink it. Like, just go, like, just add a little bit to your schedule. So you're not overwhelmed. So mm-hmm. like, if your goal is, I don't know, by the end of the month, you want to four days a week in the gym you know week one just go to the gym do you think the goal should be times in the gym something more attainable as opposed to weight loss at the beginning yes and you've never done anything before yes yeah you need to get exposed to that environment so make your goal a habit as opposed to a weight goal yeah because when you form habits that's something your body's just going to want to continually doing if you're say i just just a normal American who's obese, who either hasn't lifted in a while or did a sport in high school, but I don't know, been drinking for 30 years and they're fat now, right? Mm. And they've been sitting around. Their goal shouldn't be, yeah, that's what's going to drive them, right? It's the weight loss at the beginning, but I got to lose 100 pounds. That's a big number, right? Like yeah. 100 pounds is going to take you a long time to lose. Like, yeah. don't think about that. Think about, okay, I need to make a lifestyle change. You want to make lifestyle changes. Like, that's the most important thing because if you don't change your lifestyle, sure, you say you go to the gym for three months, then you're probably going to cycle right back in that old lifestyle once you have 
whatever is a trigger for you, like alcohol, food, whatever it is, uh, just being lazy. I don't know. I'm lazy. It's a trigger. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to just make lifestyle changes and you have to do it in very small increments, especially at the beginning or it's going to be way too overwhelming because, okay, I got to go to the gym, but I don't know what to do. Or, you know, what if people are going to be watching me? Like, don't have those thoughts. Just go to, your goal should be, I should go to the gym. I'm going to go walk on a treadmill for 30 minutes, maybe lift some weights. And then, you know, approve upon that. That can't be your goal forever. That can be like your first week's goal. Second week, all right, I'm actually going to go in the weight training area now. Mm -hmm. Third week, I'm going to start adding more variation. You know, and just very small increments, right? But our goal should always be like, at the very start, be like, just get me to the gym at least once a week. And then... Mm -hmm. Say week three, well, you've been to the gym once a week. Okay, now I want to add the second day because now I'm feeling more comfortable. The anxiety's dying down, right? Mm. And then eventually you're going to get to a point where all that anxiety is going to rush back in because you feel like you've exhausted all of your knowledge and your ability. That's where personal trainers come in. Yeah. <laughs> what a good plug. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, it doesn't have to be a personal trainer. Maybe you're good at researching. and you know. But do you, do you think that maybe somebody starting their journey should talk to a personal trainer. And, yeah, that would be the trainer. best route because now you're putting your money on the table and nothing motivates anyone more than money because now I'm wasting a lot of money on a personal trainer. If I don't show up, the personal trainer is still going to get my money, yeah. but I'm going to get no results. Mm -hmm. So like that, that adds that, Oh, that anxiety. I can't waste my money. I can't. Nobody wants to waste their money. Nobody. Exactly. Elon Musk doesn't want to waste his money. No, so he's like, got a lot of it. Exactly. So it's like, no, that, that just puts another factor. And I think, you know, a lot of my clients were like new to the gym or maybe they started off and been there for a couple months and now they're more comfortable with the gym and realize they need a trainer. You know, everyone hires a trainer at different stages. I've had people who've been lifting for like 10 years. Like I've had, I have athletes, like it's just, but when you start, it's just, if you can hire, if you have the money to hire a personal trainer, you should do it. But definitely vet them and research them. You know, if they have Instagram, look at what they're doing. Uh, if you know people that live in the area or go to the gym they work at, ask them what they think about him. And maybe just go sit down and interview with them. You know, do like the first session. Usually the first session's free because you're just talking about your goals. And then we do some assessments. So and if you don't like how their vibe uh, or you don't like, you know, you have to click with your personal trainer, right? Yeah. So like, I understand, like. I have a very outgoing attitude and I, I, I get along. Like Richard well. Simmons. Yes. So I get along well, with a lot of people, but some people don't like how loud I am or mm. boisterous. There's another big word for you tonight. <laughs> oh, we got a vocab calendar today. Yeah. But that's not like offensive to me, like whatever. But, um, yeah, just do your shopping, right? You shop for the best smartphone, I guess. So like, why wouldn't you shop for something that's going to end up costing more than your smartphone? But yeah, exactly. you want to, this is your life you're putting on the line, essentially, right? Uh, so if it's extreme weight loss or if it's like I'm in my 50s, pre-diabetic or diabetic, and I need to lose this or I'm going to lose my toe or I'm going to die, right? I don't, you want to see your grandchildren. You're, like, you're putting your life on the line. You're putting your money on the line. That Both of those things are the two most important things to pretty much everybody. Yeah. Well, they're on the top five probably. But being alive, I, being alive most people, sometimes, I don't know. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't kill yourself, kids. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yes, yes. I mean, money's just an added factor. So I, I've seen a lot of, or a lot of people have told me like, like they're glad they hired me early cause they didn't develop bad habits. Mm -hmm. Cause you can go around gym and just 
oh, there's that, you know, okay defined gym bro with rounded shoulders who never squats, but he's bigger than you or, you know, he's leaner than you or he grunts louder than you. You know it's what I'm saying? That grunt is like, and, they, and then, you know, you watch them and you kind of try to mimic what they're doing, but do you really know if they're doing anything right or if their goals align with your goals? Like stuff like that. Like, right. And then like, say you want to go with your buddy, fine, but how much does your buddy know? Is your buddy a professional? What does he do? Watch Bradley Martin on YouTube and try to do the dumb shit Bradley Martin does because he thinks he's Bradley Martin yeah. or Larry he, Wheels. He, yeah. Or he's just some guy who goes to the gym with the uh, yells lightweight and then picks up the Ronnie bar Coleman. when you're in the mid bench PR and he shouldn't have touched it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the point is like, I think it's very beneficial to hire a personal trainer in, in whatever stage you are in the beginning. You could see a lot. And then even advanced, like I was, I knew what I was doing as a weightlifter, but I hired a coach cause I wanted to go even farther. So like any stage in your weightlifting journey, journey, we're going to add some stuff there. Like, imagine. Oh, you think I'm that good at editing videos. Ah. But yes, I think it's very beneficial. All right. And then uh, what what would you, what one thing would you like for the listeners of this podcast to like take from this episode, really hammer home for the people? Yeah. I mean, just take control of like your, uh, take control of your health, right? It's, you only got one body, I guess. It's kind of cliche, but. The older you get, I've realized the more you need to stay on top of it. Even if you're act- active, uh, you know, hire a personal trainer, uh, learn something. At the, at the least, you're going to learn something from the guy, right? Even if his training doesn't correlate with, in the end with you, like you've learned from that experience in the end, and then you'll find a better – then you'll know what to look out for. All right, that's what a bad trainer is. Then you'll know what to look out in the future. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, try to take it as a learning goal, but just – if you're if you're worried, you know, you can DM me on the Instagram, and I can talk to you about it further. That's right. I'm always here. I do it to help people. I really do. I know it sounds self righteous, but I like to give knowledge to people, and I like what makes me happy is when people hit their goals, right? So yeah. I get happier when I see a client hit a squat goal, and when she didn't think she would ever be able to do a bar squat because she's a little lady. Yeah. And then they hit a hundred on it, and they. I get happier than when I hit a goal. So it's just, I don't know. I'm not a nice person all the time, but secretly I, I want to give back. So, <laughs> but very unselfish. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I should charge more. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should go full fucking Jeff Bezos in this bitch. Let's go. $300 an hour. Yeah. I'm thinking that. Why not? I trained Chris Hemsworth himself. Thor. Thor himself? Mighty Thor. I was actually the CGI for Hulk. Yeah. They yeah. just uh, spray painted abs on me because I didn't have that. He's I strong, have, man. I'm a keg. <laughs> it's a power belly. Don't let any of you thick boys get called fat. You're acquiring mass to build a good power belly. That's right. Right? That's what you were doing in Yeehaw, Texas. That's right. That's what when I was doing I in Yeehaw, was Texas. back in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy cheeks. <laughs> I wanted to... Uh, so I wanted to thank you for coming on today, making yes. the time. Yeah, thank you for coming to my house and doing this. Absolutely, my pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> um, anybody watching, I want to make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe, subscribe to the channel. Subscribe. Um, we're going to have John's uh, Instagram in the description. <laughs> Any questions you have, feel free to DM me on my Instagram, the podcast Instagram, 
or John's Instagram. Yep. We'll have him back on to discuss any of those topics or questions that you guys have. Any of them. Thank you for watching. Drugs, steroids, love life. Any of it. How beautiful I am. 